All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome back to What's the 411. We're going to get to a live Twitter space here in a moment with Marcel Dixon actually speaking right now. And um, you're going to get us, you're going to talk about the uh, primary results a little bit. So with that being said, welcome to What's the 411. Let's go. Welcome everybody to What's the 411. This is the place that brings you news, observation, interpretation, and news commentary. Let's get it. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to What's the 411 News. And right now, we're going to start off with this live um, Twitter space with Marcel Dixon speaking right now. Because right now, I said, it takes a round team. The biggest mistake I made was that I started way too late. I started several months ago. I now understand why people usually start two years in advance. Because that's the amount of time it takes at a minimum to get your name out there and among the people. Imagine if we were doing what I had done, what y'all had helped me do two years straight. You know the results would have been different. But I didn't have the money. And y'all didn't know me. Let's be honest. Y'all, some of y'all were just finding out about me. So if y'all were just finding out about me on Twitter, and I'm active on Twitter, just imagine people in my large rural area who don't watch the news a lot of times, don't read the newspaper, and some of them live in the middle of nowhere. I could be compassionate to the fact that some of them just voted for Clyburn out of ignorance because that's the only name they recognize. His doctors that supported me, the, the lady, Dr. Brenda Williams, she told me that some people said that they voted for Clyburn because they didn't know the other candidates. And they didn't like Clyburn, but they felt it's their duty to vote for someone. That's literally what she told me. Now, that's not excusing the old coons. Old coons, young coons, new coons need to die. I want, is this being recorded? Yes, it is. Old coons, young coons, Middle-aged fools need to die. I will say this on the news. I've tweeted it. I will stand by it. I will defend it. Put it on my tombstone, okay? Now, for those who knew better, you are a cool if you voted for Clyburn. And blood is on your hands. But some people just voted out of ignorance. They just didn't know any other name, but they knew Clyburn. So what is my job now? It is my job to help people get to know me. Do not ever bring up Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez to me. That is one of the most annoying comparisons I ever hear. That is a white woman. Okay? A white woman who was well-educated and had good connections. I get so sick of this. She was just a waitress, working class. No, she was not a waitress, just working class. She had good connections. She went to Boston University. She had very good connections from her time in Boston University. I'm acting like she just woke up one day and saw people suffering and wanted to act. She had good connections. She had a hell of a head start that I would have loved to have had. She started off with a big, uh, huge team. She was in an urban area where you could walk down the street and hand out flyers, where you could get in a crowded park and walk, and people walk past you. Uh, hundreds of thousands of people in your district, you could engage them. She was not in a rural area where you have to drive for 10 miles or more sometimes 
to find maybe 20 trailers in an area and then drive another 20, 30 miles to find five trailers. She was not in that predicament. She was not working 60 hours a week. She did not start without a penny in her account. Well, I actually had $100. You had to get $100 for you to start it. I did. There is no one who has done what we are trying to do before. That's the point I'm making. Because most of all, Alexandria Cortez, or, or Alexandria, whatever her name, her name is, did not run on a reparations platform. Do not even dignify, do not insult any reparations candidate by mentioning her. She even did what we did. If I would have came out here riding on a unicorn and waving the rag flag, going, yes, honey, yes, snap, snap, I would have gotten so many damn votes. Hell, I would have hell, I would have probably had 97% of the vote. All you need to do is all you need to do is do something for every other group of black people. If I would have came out here uh, with a blue and yellow flag tattooed on my chest, running to bring peace to Ukraine, I would have bought the ninety-seven percent of the votes home. So let's also not act like any other candidate is comparable to what we're doing. We're running on a reparations platform. That right there makes our campaigns very unique. Anytime you put something on your platform. Anytime you center black Americans, and not just black people, black Americans, you specify that on your platform, you already have added a, a humongous challenge to your campaign. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez didn't do that. Matter of fact, she said, what is black? And all I said to her is, bring home a black guy. Your mama Sita will show you what's black real quick. So um, that's all I want to say. Um, I'll start off today. You know, um, stay up, ready to pound the pavement and do rep reparations. And like I said, don't come and say my, my campaign is over. What I'm going to do? Because my campaign hasn't ended. My campaign started three years ago. See, I'm not campaigning to get into Congress. My campaign was us to get reparations. Getting into Congress is just a part of the strategy. And whether I'm going to try that strategy again, just stay tuned. We will see. But like I told, um. Watch news here in Columbia, South Carolina. Clyburn and his three daughters, they ain't seen the last of me. I'm just getting started. I said that right on live TV, and I told them I hope they get the message. They ain't seen the last of me. Every single time he comes in public and he wants to talk legislation, he's going to see me. He's going to see me in his sleep. He's going to see me when he's the first time he wakes up. I'm going to haunt him. And he thinks winning. It's going to get, excuse him from accountability. He's going to get the 30 years of accountability that he has never got it until now. Watch me. And, and hence why I have run five times. It's like whatever. Marcel, I just want to say how much I love you. I am so proud of you. Your fire, your energy. I remember when... You came to Atlanta. Was that Atlanta you came and to the rally here? Yeah. yeah that was Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I saw that in you. It was in you. Um, so I'm just, I'm so proud of you. And for people who look at me and say, you run five times. Yes. When you believe it, you know it, you see it, you live it, it and it's your purpose. It doesn't, you know, it's it's who you are. And Marcel, this is this is this is what you were built for. This is what you were made to do. I am so proud to be on this journey in this journey alongside you and, and fighting for our people and having the love and support of those of you who are in this room. Like we're all in this together. 
we're all in this together and it, it, it is my purpose and i love us and i'm gonna continue to speak truth to power again in my first three races i always talk about race racism and race relations this is before i got into the reparations movement and then in 2020 it was it was like taking it to the next level and it was reparations and and this reparations now and it's reparations until it's till it's done so i'm just glad we're here and y'all have strong candidates and i hope that y'all heard marcel and and really take you know pick up the pick up the baton pick take up this mantle and run where you are get in this fight because the more of us that actually get out here and do this the more dangerous we become <laughs> they can't they can't stop this we're not going to stop and i'm just i just want to say thank y'all this is this is what it's supposed to be so i just oh, I, I feel it thank y'all <laughs> thank you Tamara. let me say something i said I was not going to run again. I said, I said, man, so many days. I said, when this thing is over, I said, I let me tell you, there was some days, y'all, I was hoping I would not win. Okay? I said, oh, don't mess around let me win. I said, I'm going to come on that Twitter and say, uh-uh, y'all. <laughs> and that, here we get it to Clabber, because that's how tired I was of so many days. Now, I can't imagine myself doing anything else. And that's with me. Even not ever really knowing, even if I knew I was not going to win the, this election, I want to repeat for those that came in a row we're winning the race. That doesn't mean we're always going to win the election, okay? But let's say I knew the outcome was going to be, if it really is the true outcome, what it was yesterday. I would still have ran. That's how much I love doing what I was doing. That's where the passion comes from. I loved us. We're changing the conversation. We're changing the dialogue. Okay? Before, and I know that's a low ball. We need more than just some damn conversation. I hate when they say, well, you know, that's different conversation we bad. No, we need legislation. But legislation, conversation precedes legislation. Like, imagine, America, if it was like a Tiffany Cross on Fox Soul with those two immigrants. She would have sat there and let them talk negative things about black Americans and not center us i had the privilege of being able to be in spaces where i brought the conversation back to us no one else in this room was at the south carolina state democratic um convention saturday but no one spoke about our needs in a state like south carolina where 70 percent of the democrats are black americans no one mentioned a single specific black policy i was given the last slot to speak carver's daughter you can be sure did that and she told everybody's gonna be gone. People stayed. And this was nothing but a Clyburn love fest. So I said, I don't know how they're gonna receive my speech, but I know I'm gonna speak the truth. And I did, and they loved it. You see, if I was not there, no one would have mentioned reparations. No one would have called the Democratic Party out for wanting us always to save down and wanting to take our votes, but never showing up to save us. You want black vote going to do black policy. Because I was there. Y'all, you have to be there. If you're not there, wherever you are, they're not, we won't be there. We won't be represented at all. The more, the more we are there, the more we're going to be up there in Congress. So I'm waiting to see who's going to be the next reparation candidate that comes around from the grassroots. That's really what I'm waiting for. I'm serious. I'm waiting to see who's going to announce themselves. I respect people running locally, but I'm talking about federal. I'm waiting to see who's going to come out of the black grassroots movement 
that we probably tweet with every single day who's going to be the next reparation candidate. So I can come to Virginia or Louisiana or, you know, you are unfortunate enough to live in California. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, you know, New York, you know, it's for you if you live there. But uh, I'm waiting to see who's going to be the next reparationist candidate. I'm really waiting to see that. So we can have more of us and more of us. And to the point where we are in this Twitter spaces, all of us have land on a reparations platform, or a reparations candidate, or a reparations representative. So that's all I want to say. Um, we're not going to win all elections, but we're going to win this race. Oh, and I heard that that Steve Harvey, 1993 Steve Harvey lookalike, was talking trash about Tamara and I, talking about um, zero out of two and political education. It's so easy to talk about what other people should do when you ain't doing it. It's so easy to sit up on a YouTube video and to talk about what they should have done and what they did wrong. Show me what you've done, okay? You say you've been doing this for years, so where's the reparations? Huh? Where is the successful, where is the successful reparations candidates you have managed? Show me where you what you have done to get reparation legislation push or progress on a federal level. Show me what you are doing to support people who are trying to run for reparationists. So I I'm gonna need that person to shut the damn mouths. Okay? It's so easy to talk and criticize people when you're not in the actually trying to do what those people are trying to do. So easy. And then you ask them what they're trying to do. We're working on something, we're working on it, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Don't tell me what you're doing. Show me what you're doing. Whether you think I did what was right or not, I'm just going to speak for me. The point was, you can see that I was doing something. So don't tell me what you're doing. Don't tell me you're doing the work. Show me the work. So that's all I want to say, y'all. And um, yeah, I, I've, I've loved this experience. I'm so thankful that y'all gave me the privilege. It was so much a privilege to speak up for my people. I I have watched that interview on Fox Soul with Tariq and I several times. And it just lights me up on the inside. Like, I can't believe I'm able to defend my people. Things that I used to watch in my living room, and I was literally about to explode because no one was talking up us. I was able to do it. Same thing when I was on Karen Hunter. When she tried to pull that vote blue no matter who, and black people need to vote, and just vote for less of two evil things, I shut her down. But she's trying to get loud. Oh, I was trying to get loud. I got loud back. I said, I'm going to finish what I was saying. I shut her down. That was a privilege. I, I would have, that made a whole damn run worth it. And we just getting started. So, guys, Alexis, thank you. Tamara, love you too. I love all of my true reparationist freedmen family. And when I say I love y'all, I mean it. I really do mean it. Um, my voice is, I have a strong voice, so my voice doesn't always convey sentimentality, but I am a very sentimental person. My voice is just very strong. I'm a very strong personality. When I say I love my Freeman Reparationist family, I did. My mother would cry so many days, afraid that someone was going to do me harm, that her child was going to get killed, because black people do get killed for things like this. I never thought about that. I only think about it when y'all ask me things like that. I never thought about that. But even if it did, I said to my mother one time, if a person doesn't have anything worth dying for, then that person doesn't have anything worth living for. 
and I found something worth dying for, and I mean that. Now let's go out there and give Clyburn hell, Maxine Waters hell, Ayanna Presley hell, Cory Booker hell, Hakeem Jeffries hell. Let's give, and even I like this particular lady, but let's give Laura Underwood hell. Let's give Kamami Harris hell. Let's give all the Congressional Slack Caucus hell because we've been going through hell. And it is not fair that we're the only ones that get to go through hell. Let's share it. My mother always said, even if you got one candy bar, you spit that candy bar in half, you give it to the other person. So we got a lot of hell we've been going through. It's about time we share it. Either we're going to give them hell or they're going to give us release. There we go. And I think we should end it there. Um, I think that this is a good, succinct uh, space. Um, Alexis, I know, has to go. And I'm sure that the candidates have to go. But, um, and I know that some of y'all raised your hand, but when they told me to do this room, we just wanted to let them speak. And that's it. And it was supposed to be 30 minutes. So we kind of went a little longer, we went like, you know, an hour. So thank everybody for coming. And if any of the candidates or Alexis want to say bye or say one last thing, then we go bounce. I love you, family. Good night, everybody. Thank you, Nas. Thank you, Marcel, Tamara, and William. And I am too looking forward to those who are going to run in the next races. All right. All right. There you go. There it is. There it is. You've seen, you heard Marcel Dixon uh, speak. And we're just going to go over real quick here. Let me see if we can get this taken care of. I don't know what's going on with this little funny stuff always going on around here as normal. All right. As usual. All right. Let's get this. What we're going to do is um, look up some results real quick for you. And then we're going to bounce out of here as well. All right. So let's check out some things real quick here. Let's take a look at some things. All right. Shout out to Marcel Dixon. He's feeling energized about the whole thing, which is very good, which is a good thing. All right. And by the way, we are live on Facebook. Uh, Facebook page is just created, just created about 30 minutes ago. So only thing you'll see on there is what's the 411 news. And uh, we'll be getting, getting a little bit decorated here in a little bit. In a little while, we'll decorate the pages out for our Facebook page. Um, for those who were able to catch us last night live, um, of course, uh, our our live uh, show was um, is blocked now due to uh, some copyrights from some from a particular song. Actually, there were several um, pieces of music being played on our live, and it was from the Twitter spaces. And um, I figured it'd be okay, but apparently it wasn't okay. And uh, so Twitter, you know, I. Let it, let the music ride, and um, and that's cool. But um, YouTube, someone issued a block, so YouTube, I guess, threw that copyright from a WMG uh, 
records, I believe. The um, I forgot the name of the song that was playing, so they wanted to block the video. And so I think you still be able, you still be able to actually see it on um our Twitter page if you want to watch yesterday's seven hour live our news coverage of the um primaries you can catch it on twitter at wt4 news and if you go to facebook for those who follow me on my personal facebook page you can click the actual link and i think it'll take you to be able to see it if you guys are interested in that all right i guess this next time um i was a way that I wish there was a way that we could actually get in whenever they issue. If somebody with a copyright has a copyright claim, I wish there was a way to be able to, once that claim is put in, we get notified right away with a, um, the most accurate contact information to notify those folks back regarding the, um, the uh, copyright issue. And then maybe speaking to somebody, you know, they might decide to change their mind. You know what I mean? That's what's called having ideas to solve problems. You know what I'm saying? So let's see here. Let's see here. I'm going to try to get these things pulled up shortly here. All right. I'm looking for the results. Some of you might already be aware of it. I know. I know what the results were and are. I'm just going to pull it up real quick. All right. I'm just making sure I pick the the one I want to pull up. Hmm. Let me see. This might be the one I'm looking for. This just might be it. And then, uh, like I said, once we show that, and there's a, um, actually there's something else I wanted to show as well. Which I might just do that. Might just do that. Okay, here we go. Let's see if we can find what I'm looking for here. There we go. There we go. I'm going to pull this up. Appreciate y'all coming in, man. Definitely support. All right, I'm going to exit out of this thing here. And we'll be back if necessary. All right, let's pull up this new screen and just show you guys what's going on here. There we go. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. So, turn back around here. I should have put this on here. All righty. All right. As you see there, there is the results in regards to District 6. Okay. As you guys can see on the screen, let me go back to that. All right. As you guys see on the screen right here, there was a Democrat named Michael Addison, which I heard he was a he's a businessman and supposedly runs every time or every year or every chance he gets. But 
never wins, but he just runs anyway. And um, so I heard he was a businessman and um, he got 7%. You know, um, Clyburn started, or Coonburn started with the, um, with like 94. And as you can see, it started dwindling down into the 80s, all right, which was expected. A lot of people was getting all hyped up about him having 90s as if he was going to stay there, but we knew that wasn't happening. All right. We knew that wasn't going to happen. Uh, let's see here. We knew that wasn't going to happen at all. And so here are the results, man. Um, this Mike Addison guy has 7.48% which, turn, which turns into 4,098 votes. Um, James Jim Coonburn, I mean Clyburn, excuse me, um, 88%, 88.5%. So he had 48,215 votes. Uh, Marcel Dixon had 4.47%, and which resulted in 2,445 votes. All right. Um, you might have, those who are, who checked in and was able to catch it, you heard Marcel speaking live in the, one of the Twitter spaces. And um, if you have not, you can always go back. And, uh, you know, start the video from the beginning and you'll be able to catch that part of the uh, show here. All right. And so let me see here. Those are the results, man. I wanted to show an article as well, but maybe I'm, maybe I'll go ahead and skip that. It was in relation to the um, the primaries here. It says counties reporting 100%. So that apparently is, let me see, view contest details. Let me hit this details and see what happens for District 6. Let's see what pops up here. I'm just curious on what this is going to show. Oh, okay, it's pretty cool. Let's see what's going on with it. Let's see what all this stuff means. Here. Let's see if we can break this stuff down. So South Carolina is right next door to Georgia, um, right next door to North Carolina, right next door to Tennessee. All right. And part of those, the uh, I think this is District 6, comes all the way down and touches with uh, Savannah, Georgia, uh, is the closest city that the district touches with. All right. Let me see. Counties reporting 46 out of 46. All the precincts uh, completely reported 2,254. Let me see. It says see counties. And so we're going to look at this real quick. I'm not going to voter turnout. They say is 16.96%. Ballots cast was 562,803. If I'm not mistaken, this is all for District 6. And the registered voters was 3,317,605 registered voters. All right. Let's see what else we got here. I wonder if I can tell. Oh, okay. Yeah, so these are all the, these areas in this blue is, I guess, District 6. And this is where the three candidates were running. 
So you got uh okay, this is showing you got Richland County. All right, you got Richland, you got Sumter, you got Florence, Williamsburg, Clarendon, Calhoun, Orangeburg. I heard a lot of talk with about Orangeburg, Bamberg, Allendale, Hampton. Jasper, uh, Collington, or Colington, or Colton, excuse me, Colton, or Colton, Charleston, let me see, and Dorchester. All right, so those are the counties. Let me see what this is. I don't know. I guess these are all, I'm supposing, and we thinking this is District 6. All right. So let me click on one more thing here. U.S. House of Representatives, District 6, Democrats vote for. So Coonburn is going to go up against the Republican in November. I forgot the Republican's name. All right. Let me click on this and see what happens. Okay. This looks like this might be interesting. Counties reporting. Okay. So I believe these are, I think, well, hold on. That's the whole state. All right. I was hoping I can break it down by district other than what we just saw. So these are all the counties in South Carolina. Let me see. They go across. Okay. Yeah. By alphabetical order going from left to right. All right. And of course, you can download these things, any details you want to download. But let's go back real quick. And there's your map, I think, of District 6 in particular. All right. So there it is, man. Um, again, we congratulate. Um, Marcel for his efforts. He definitely woke some people up, including Clyburn. And um, for all the knuckleheads who are out there in these Twitter spaces and other platforms, you know, trying to down Marcel, trying to down the brother, y'all, y'all knuckleheads. He really made some moves, even if he got just 2,445 votes. He did his thing. And he already, if y'all didn't hear it, you can go back later on in this video once this live is over. He did um, he did speak live in one of the Twitter spaces, so we, we were able to catch that. And um, he talked about his, uh, you know, different things he's going to change and things he realized by running. I think he only, he only started running seven months ago. And, you know, for running just about seven or eight months ago, and getting 2,000 over 2,000 votes, that's good, and that also is sending a message to uh, a lot of folks in Washington, D.C., and other people, man. So, and you, of course, again, you got some haters out there trying to clown them, even some people who I guess call themselves um, soon to be running for some type of office, and it makes them look real dumb. So, you know, but um, he encouraged, um, he spoke out that 
other people should run for federal office too and and don't get into the mindset of just because you don't know everything because he said he didn't know everything all right and again you guys can catch that back here we're not gonna stay on too long here tonight but um you can rewind this to the be or not rewind but you can play this from the beginning where we was able to catch him live on uh one of the twitter spaces just giving you know giving this talk and talking about a few things here and there all right and um you can hear that he got encouragement he gave encouragement he encouraged others to um to run for office man you don't have to know everything or have a lot of knowledge about running and stuff like that and uh he definitely spoke on that pretty eloquently if i say so myself i'm trying to see if there's any other spaces we need to tap into real quick i'm just taking a look at some of these these uh spaces man it's about three of them out there all right well i think i'm gonna wrap this up but there you go and let me see i I might put the uh let me get the link i'll put this link for this where you guys can uh, check it out yourselves and and actually gives more detail let me go back to the beginning of it so you can just see from the beginning here this is um this is all of if i'm not mistaken this is all of south carolina and you just in all the different areas people were running for governor um governor reps secretary of state attorney general state superintendent of education state superintendent of education republican commissioner agriculture republican democrat u.s senate u.s house of representatives all these folks i guess was running in the state of south carolina and then of course right here this is where greg marcel dixon was running against uh addison and clyburn they say that addison um from what i heard last night on one of the twitter lives you guys who was watching it as we were broadcasting it live last night um they were saying michael addison is a businessman there in uh, district six and that he runs every time even knowing that he's not going to win against clyburn he runs all the time and he's supposed to be um I guess a well-known businessman in that area. And um, I'm sure he doesn't know everything about politics. That's what I think Marcel was saying. You don't have to know everything about politics to get out there and run and encourage people to run. And he also made mention, and again, y'all guys can go back to it. Once this is over, you can play it back. He also mentioned for those who voted for Clyburn that they have blood on their hands. And that for 30 years, nothing, you know, um, that particular district is a very poor district. And um, Clyburn hasn't done nothing for them folks. Just had them looking poor, had the district looking poor, looking shady. And a lot of other stuff in the background regarding Clyburn that um, enable him to be in that position. All right. So, Yeah. All right, as you hear the dogs in the background. Uh, let's see here. So there it is, man. I'll put the link in the description or wherever I can. And you guys can go through it. 
and uh, check it out. All righty. So there it is. It was good that we were able to catch Marcel live. So be sure to listen to that back, man. We appreciate y'all. Be sure to subscribe to the channel, support new black media, not the old black media where they sell you out and tell you to vote and get nothing for your vote in return while everybody else is getting money out the wazoo. Other groups, other ethnic groups are getting money out the, the shizang, if you, if you will. And again, salute to uh, Marcel, man. I'm going to try to remember to put this link for this right here so y'all can check it out. State of South Carolina, statewide primaries, election, uh, the unofficial, so-called unofficial results. All right. We'll definitely put the link and y'all can check it out yourselves. All right. And again, check out what Marcel was saying. Once this live is over, play it back from the beginning. That's where we caught it. It's about a good 15 minutes of it, I think, of him talking, 10, 15 minutes. And then they pretty much, uh, maybe one or two other people spoke, and then they pretty much bounced out of the live Twitter space. And so, again, salute to Marcel for running on the reparations ticket. Nobody else ran on reparations. Everybody's running on doing something for other groups. He ran on reparations for black people in America who are descendants of slaves. That's what's up. All right. And he already realized that, you know, once you do something, once you're going to do something for or run on a ticket for doing something specifically for blacks in America, he already knew it was an uphill battle because that's not what America is rocking with. You're not rocking with doing anything for black people in America. They're doing everything for immigrants, LGBT. Um, People coming over from other countries, which I guess still is immigrants, but immigrants of different backgrounds, Hispanic, um, these black immigrants, Ukrainians, Afghans. They down with doing everything for everybody else and not for the people whose whose ancestors built this country. And they know. Don't get it twisted. They know who built the country. And they're trying to erase us, if not by physical erasing like genocide or death or anything like that. They're trying to do it on the political side. And uh, Dr. Claude Anderson spoke on this numerous of times. And you could probably catch videos about it, that they were going to make black folks a permanent underclass in America. The same way they choked out Haiti because Haiti stood up and fought for themselves. But even Haitian immigrants and all these other immigrants. And we got the receipts to prove, prove them. I think last night I even had, a, um, I tapped in on one of the lives before we went and they was talking greasy. All right. So you got unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but you got to also know these, you be got to be realistic. Um, black immigrants don't particularly care for black Americans and got a lot of vitriol and hate and jealousy. And we understand why because our ancestors did some great stuff and theirs haven't, they can't find anything in too much detail. Even when people talk about Marcus Garvey, Marcus Garvey was Jamaican, but Marcus Garvey had to leave Jamaica and come to America. Cause he, cause he seen that black Americans would rock with him. So he was rocking back with the black Americans. All right. Now that's some stuff for you right there. Even Jamaica couldn't get down with his movement. 
they couldn't stand stand them up in their own place, their own uh, country, if you will, for Marcus Garvey. People talk about him a lot, but black Americans are the ones who uh, had his back, and he knew that. So anyway, appreciate y'all, man. Again, shout out to Marcel Dixon, man. Shout out to him. Salute, salute, salute. We appreciate y'all for checking out What's the 411 News. And um, check us out again, man. We'll be back with some more stuff. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the thumbs up. Doing those two things alone will help this channel get more recognized in the algorithms and throughout YouTube. So even give a thumbs up. It doesn't cost you any money to thumb us up, all right? Also, before we get out of here, be sure to check out. Be sure to check out. Get up here. Pandemic news report. All right. As you know or may not know, social media platforms like the ones you see us live on right now. Um, I'll say this one, YouTube probably in particular. The other ones probably won't hate. So not as much, but they're still shadow banning and banning. If you talk about anything in relation to any viruses or any um, emerging viruses that might be on the scene or being put in the news, the mainstream news is just going to talk about it with a quick 30 second sound bite flash. And if you try to get any, any details or speak on it or do some reporting on it, they'll shut either take your video down, shut your channel down, maybe after so many violations or they'll block your video. So subscribe to the uh, pandemic news report, man. That way you can get those reports uncensored. All right. If you're so interested in it, you actually get 30 days for free and then you can start paying. I think it's what a dollar 99 a month. And then, or you can pay, you can pay one or the other, $1.99 a month or $17.95 a year. All right. With the first 30 days free. So check it out. You can get the first 30 days free and then you can cancel it after 30 days if that's what you want. Or you can continue it because you're starting to notice you're getting some good information that nobody else is reporting on the mainstream. You know what I mean? So check it out. The pandemic news report. All right. And so, again, we appreciate y'all. I can't tell you enough. Got some new subscribers last night. So I'm happy about that on here on YouTube. And I think we've got a couple of followers on um, Twitter. I just started a Facebook page, so we are live on the Facebook page. I got to continue designing up the uh, profile pictures and all of that. But you can go to what's the 411 question mark news let me see we can put that up here real quick just so you guys will know the different platforms we that you can find us whether we're live or um catch the the replay videos back so you look at the bottom of the screen that's where we can be found at any given time we might be on a few of them live and then a few of them you can catch the replays on all right so this is where you can check out what's the 411 news Everywhere you see on the bottom of the screen, Spotify now allows us to uh, and other people to get on um, to put up their live uh, replay video. So you can always watch that on Spotify. 
Catch us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Today, just started it today. And Twitch, started Twitch about a week ago or so. So you can possibly catch us on Twitch live. But if it'll be on three places live for sure. And then the other ones will catch a replay. So you just got to check. YouTube is going to be a definite. And Twitter is going to be definite live every time we go live. It'll be a toss up between Facebook and uh, Twitch. I'm leaning towards Facebook um, being live. And uh, the Twitch will probably catch the replays. All right. So and then uh, Spotify, you catch replays and then buy me a buy me a coffee dot com slash blog world international blog world. I.N.T.L. You can also catch us and you can get other information on that site, that blog site. You can get a lot of other information. And I think um, I'm going to start posting up because now uh, buy me a coffee is also allowing um, audio podcast. So you'll probably be able to start catching the audios of not only this news show, but other um, information as well. All right. So we appreciate y'all again, man. We're going to get up out of here. Thank you for checking us out. Subscribe to the channel. Tell the people about us. Share the videos. Give us a thumbs up. It helps with the publicity and the promotion of this channel to other YouTube watchers who are interested in this news all right this is what's the 411 news and we out of here peace welcome everybody to what's the 411 this is the place that brings you news observation interpretation and news commentary let's get it 100 ideas options and solutions volume one now available at amazon.com Get your Kindle book copy now. This episode has been brought to you by theproductstorecompany.com. Go to the website below to purchase this beat. Sit down and brainstorm um, potential things that can happen, all right? Potential situations that can occur. I'm giving you a list here of uh, possible things that can happen. You got fires, you have flash floods, home invasions, hailstorms, hurricanes. Um, a pipe might burst in your house because, you know, it's real cold in the winter at that time. Um, it might burst in the summer. All right, just never know. Tornadoes, blizzards, snow, mudslides, earthquakes, etc. All right. To prepare yourself for potential emergencies, take the free course Simple Emergency Planning in Four Easy Steps. Did I mention free? The link is in the description. Tara, we thank you for your support. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you. Thanks for coming in.
safe house is a location other than your primary residence that you can go to whenever you need assistance or protection from any possible criminal or violent encounters. The first thing you want to start off with though is look for your fire departments, your police departments, your EMS stations. Look for that first and then look for your 24 hour locations. You don't want to look at gas stations, gyms that are open up for 24 hours. You want to look at hotels, stores like Walmart, things of that nature. That way, if something happens, an emergency occurs, you already know where they at, go right to them. If you want to learn more on how to protect yourself, get the course, How to Be Your Own VIP Protection Specialist. The link is in the description. Tara Frazier, thank you for tuning in and I appreciate you for checking us out in the future and uh, other broadcasts already out. Thank you for coming in. Again, this is What's the 411. We out of here. Peace.